Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 195. Wow, that uh, 200 mark is uh, is uh, getting closer, as uh, as somebody once said. Um, <laughs> I'm Tom Hunyadi, one of your two co-hosts. You may know me from my other show, Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast. And uh, as you can see, maybe we have somebody else from that show. I'm not 100% sure. It's a little foggy here. It's a Sunday morning. We're still kind of, you know... Wiping away the cobwebs from our eyes here. But anyways, my partner in crime, my backwards traveler, my buddy. Can't do this without you. Annie Nichols. Annie, my friend. Uh, here we are. Another another, uh, another show and another hey. step closer hey. to 200. Uh, five away from 200. And uh, I think one of the first shows I ever did on Two Legs. Well, I know that Kit was the very first guest. But I know that one. she was also uh, yeah. an early guest when I came into the uh into the into this world uh, three yes. years, over three years ago. I know she was on an early episode. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She's yeah. been a frequent guest. I think uh, I think just the one or two behind Ken Michaels as our most uh, frequent uh, guest. So wow. and and that's not a bad thing. Let me tell you, people out there, if you want to show, if you want to do a podcast, you got to have the queen on. You you got to pay homage. I mean, it's it's part of being a podcaster is having the queen on your show it, it's mandatory it's just just the way it goes and as you know it is the queen of Be all beatles media she is my co-host on talk more talk and she was she was the first guest on on uh, on uh, two legs and uh, you may know her from her work with with our buddy ken womack on uh, fandom and the beatles uh, that first uh, show she was on she we, we talked about this uh, this book here songs we were singing and we had a lot of fun with that one, David and I and, and, and the Queen. However, it's this book right here, Michael Jackson FAQ, that we're going to be stealing a little bit out of this book right now. And we're going to be talking about, well, we'll I'll introduce Kit first. Kit O'Toole, welcome back to the show. It's so good to see you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here, Tom, Andy. Thank you so much for having me back. And it is a point of pride for me yes. that I was your first guest. <laughs> in 2016, was it? Um, in that, yeah, I think so. Wow, I mean, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, long, long time ago. Wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Kid, was that done via Skype back then? Yes, back then? yes it was. It was Skype. You're right. It was <laughs> Skype, and I did not have the best uh, uh, internet connection at that time. And David, you know, poor guy, he had to do over 200 edits just to uh, complete uh, that show just because, you know, internet connections or, or whatever that's right cut it yeah. out and it was, yeah. we, we've come a long way since then in terms yes. of internet quality <laughs> yeah. Sure have. Yeah. skype was the thing i did so yeah. many interviews on shows via yeah. skype yep but oh those are the good old days those were the good old days oh kid it's uh, it's so great to see you again and uh really happy to have you on talking you know about a world that kind of goes between both of your worlds with michael I was, jackson yes. and, and right. the Beatles. Love how when yeah. my worlds collide. I, yeah. I love it. And they collide a big time on this they one. They did. And, uh, this is like, you know, our show today is really about the man, and it's the, the yes. single from Pipes of Peace. Yep. And it's the uh, single that never was, as my co-host is holding up. That never was. A, and, ta and taunting me it's with taunting this single. right here. This is, yeah, this, yeah before we get, this is the uh, Spanish promo. Um, it only made it to promo. It's a one-sided promo, so we still don't know what would have been the B-side. Um, however, 
But for, uh, yeah, go ahead. For, Andy. for our audio listeners, you know, because I know a lot of yeah. people always like this. Like, what are you holding up? What are you showing? Yeah. You know, well, so we, we just mentioned it was the man. It's uh, the man, but it's it's black and white. It's a black yeah. and white cover, and it's right. pretty, it just says the man, Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson, and it's a one right. label, white label. You know, yes. there's no picture on it or anything of them. Right. It's just a standard black and white label that says the man. And on the back side there, one-sided promo single, white label. And uh, yes. damn it, it should have come out as a single. Yep. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, mentioned that. But before we get into that, Queen, you know, you know, we, we're, we're constantly doing shows on Talk More Talk. What have you been doing uh, besides mm. that? What do, you, what do you got coming up? And let's just, let's just talk what you've been doing. Sure. Well, I just finished uh, teaching the third in my four-part series on uh, the roots of rock and roll. I've I've just been having a blast doing this uh, series. It's for Monmouth University. It's uh, for their. Uh, it's part of their uh, adult education program uh, in the arts. And uh, this class I just finished teaching was uh, in musical influences on the Beatles and, uh, you know, like Music Hall and Swamp Pop, Blue Beat, just had a blast. And so the next class I'm teaching is not till April, so you've got plenty of time hmm. uh, to sign up. It's going to be the final part of the Root series. And this time, uh, as I've, I've been saying, you can, uh, we're going to be trying traveling uh around the world and you don't need a passport um, <laughs> we're going to be uh talking about international influences on mm. rock and roll so we're talking things like you know uh influences that went into paul simon's graceland what santana oh. brought to rock and roll things like that you know the uh, mexican influences and and uh african influences there you go so, i know yep. santana is a big uh fan of african music I'm absolutely sure, absolutely I'm sure you'll be discussing lady smith uh Mombazo a little bit oh, there with paul I, simon I, I, big fan i love it and so uh so that's going to be part four mm -hmm. uh and uh it's, i have the uh i will be putting up the link soon on uh on my page uh talk more talks page and thank you big for uh you know how to sign up and so looking forward to that and then we will all be announcing soon um about uh the fest uh for <laughs> yes. Beatles fans coming up yes. um and i think it's safe to say we're all going to be on panels so yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> we're all going to be very busy so uh, that'll be coming up soon and uh, and of course we have uh plenty of talk more talks uh, yes. coming up in the near future. So uh, so be on the look. I'm not sure when this is going to uh, be out, so I'm not going to go into specifics yet. Right. Uh, shows, but, but rest assured, we have plenty of great episodes coming up. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and this episode ties in because, you know, when remind folks uh, from your first chat uh, on here, you had talked about your first record, Paul record, was Pipes of Peace. Yes, it was. I, I have to thank Michael Jackson for kind of getting me into Paul McCartney uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, as, as you all know, in uh, 83 particularly, uh, you know, that was like the height of, of Michael Jackson's, right. uh, well, 83 and 84, Michael Jackson's uh, popularity. And I was as big of a Michael Jackson fan as, as anybody else. And um, when Say, Say, Say came out, um, I, you know, love the song, still do, and uh, and that got me to buy Pipes of Peace. It wasn't Paul. <laughs> so, so, kid, a question: What was your experience or or um, with Paul McCartney and Wings 
music prior to Michael Jackson? Was it just on the was it on the surface and you just knew like the big wings hits or what? Probably, yeah. I think I just kind of knew because I was pretty young. I mean, I you know when because uh, when like Thriller came out, for example, like technically eighty two, I was like ten years old. So you know, I I so when Wings was popular, I was I was pretty young. So I I have a vague when I was a kid, a vague memory of knowing about, you know, maybe hearing silly love songs and, and that kind of thing. So I probably knew some of the big hits, but I wasn't, you know, a tremendous, tremendous fan. Right. Um, and so I certainly knew who Paul McCartney was, but probably by that time I thought it was, you know, the Beatles were like Paul's band. Right. You know, like I was, it was like that point. But it's now, interesting that Jackson was op- the door that opened up to your world to Paul, which is yeah. really interesting to hear. That's another way how you got into it. Exactly, which just shows, I mean, Paul was smart to team up with Michael Jackson because it did bring him a whole new generation of fans. I'm proof. Yeah, you you're know? proof. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, they worked on three tracks together, okay? First being released in uh, October of 82 uh, with uh, The Girl Is Mine, that no, you know, surprisingly, I went to number two. Um, you know, it's a song that kind of gets some ridicule these days. Um, you know, so I was kind of surprised, you know, a few years back, you know, looking at this song and discovering that it went to number two. No video uh, for the for this track. Now, oh. fast forward a year later to October of 83. Then we get Say, 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 which uh, is a number international uh, hit uh, going number one in many countries, including the U.S. at number one. Okay, so then that leaves one other track called "The Man." Now I'm curious to know. You, I know both of you are big fans of the album "Pipes of Peace." I'm, you know, kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Some of it I like, really like a lot. Some, uh, you know, not so much, but. You know, uh, Kit, let's start with you. I mean, The Man, I mean, it's an interesting track. Uh, it really is. You know, you can't. But what, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Well, I will say with, with The Man, and I'll, and I'll say this with all Pipes of Feet, some of this is sentimental for mm-hmm. me because it is my first Paul album. It, you know, listening to it and The Man brings back, you know, so many great memories of my, my youth and, you know, <laughs> so so let me just get the feely Wait, stuff Wait, you're still it. not in your youth? Yeah, oh, good, a- good answer, John. Good answer. Smart man. Smart man. Smart man. Um, but, you know, the, the Man is, a is you know, really interesting song. It's it's um, kind of vague as mm-hmm. to what it's about. I've I've often wondered precisely um you know i i've you know for years i thought you know in a way like is the man supposed to be like nowhere man i mean what what is this i mean in in terms of you know um i did find um a a quote from paul yes um, yeah from years ago from club sandwich i think yeah saying uh if you say the man it can mean god it can mean women listen to your listen to your man it can mean so many things um and he 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 thought for michael probably the man meant god god right because yeah. he was a practicing Reli- christian at the time I'm yeah i think he was a Jehovah's witness okay uh, at the time yeah okay so it's one of those it you know for you it can mean whatever you want it to be I, right I, well it's vague know. enough that you can interpret it any way you want to 
Exactly, exactly. And for some reason, you know, whenever I listen to it, I, I somehow kind of, my mind goes to nowhere, man. I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I love the harmonies on it. I think the yes. harmonies are the stars of the show. I agree. I agree. You know, just like on Say, 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 their voices mm. blend so mm. well. I mean, right. they just really knew how to, to you know, I mean, their their voices just complemented each other so well. Uh, right. Love the fuzz guitar on it too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the a, opening. The opening fuzz, the best. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah that that uh, that yeah. So solo, I love that. Um, you know, it's it's just a, a really unique song, and I. But again, I think it's it's the harmonies that right. really catch the ear. Okay, Andy. The harmonies, I, I, I enjoy the song too. I, as Kid mentioned, that fuzz opening, which is so Paul, because you don't really hear Paul play a lot of lead guitar, but that opening fuzz, I think that is so great because Paul doesn't take chances a lot when he plays lead guitar. So when he does, it really sticks out. And the man is one of those for me. Um, we, we dropped a couple of weeks back a, a 1983 interview with Paul uh, when the album came out, and he actually did speak quite a little about each track right, right and he talks about how he kind of came he only really came up with the first verse there's a man that plays the game of life so well and then michael really and he all that's all he really had and then michael kind of really added the rest so it's right, probably right. more of a jackson song than a mccartney song based on what paul told us in that interview with simon bates that we posted on our channel which was really interesting to hear paul talk in the moment in the time about these tracks right and you can listen to that clip right now okay side two the song The Man was um, after Michael Jackson and myself had written Say, Say, Say. Um, Michael wanted to keep going, and I had a bit of an idea for an introduction, which is the introduction of The Man. Um, and I was playing it to him, you know, on the piano, and sort of saying, Look, how's about this, guys and gals, for the start of a little idea? So I'm going, um, played the intro, and I got to the little bit of the start of the words and I said and it could go something like you know and I kind of just started blocking it out just the rough idea of it all the chords and that and uh, the, the way we worked was we had a cassette going and then after that little session he took it back to his hotel and appeared the next day with the entire words to the whole thing you know oh good thank you very much Ching. two and six for you and the and uh, that was it. He, you know, so it was like music me generally, and uh, words Michael on that one. All right, yeah. So I, you know, I think it's 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 probably my least favorite of of the three. But like you know, kid, as you said, it's it it is interesting the the, the back you know the back and vocals, and then you know, um, Michael Jackson assisting Linda McCartney also uh, you know participate in that. Uh, it, you know, is great, but you know, as a song itself, you know, again, it's just, uh, I think it's just, you know, mediocre McCartney and Jackson, you know, I mean, they've, they've got that in their catalogs, right? I mean, they've got, yeah. you know, mediocre songs sprinkled in throughout their <laughs> solo careers. So, I mean, of but, the three kid, do you, it was, do you rank it the least of the three? Probably it it is. It's probably the least of the three. But it it does have its its 
you know, kind of its charms. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's, as I said, those, those harmonies are, are so tight and uh, I don't know. I, I do love that. The part of like where they deal saying I'm alive and I'm here yeah. forever. You know, I yeah. do like that, uh, that, that melody. Um, but, uh, but, you know, in terms of, and I think we're going to get to this in a second, in terms of like commercial viability and all right. Probably, yeah, I mean, the least. Because people, as you mentioned, like to make sport of the girl is mine yeah. now. Yeah. But, uh, but, and, you know, maybe not the strongest song they could have done. But, I mean, it's undeniable. I mean, that is a very, you know, a much more commercial kind of right. kind of song. It's got more of that appeal. Yeah. How do you guys feel it fits? I mean, do you guys feel it fits the Pipes of Peace album? Um, does it coincide well with the, yeah. the other tracks, you think? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. so. I mean, it's got that the same kind of tone as much of the album. It's got that wonderful George Martin production yeah. to it. Right. You know, mm -hmm. that, that same, you know, that very clean kind of uh, production to it. And much of the same kind of harmonies as right. uh, the, those lush backing vocals. Yeah. And also, no, I don't think it's jarring or anything and like that. And strategically sequenced, too, because it opens up side two of the original LP. Okay. It's okay. not buried. It's not buried right. somewhere on side two. So it was like, hey, flip it over, and here's another fresh, you know, perspective on Jackson and Paul doing exactly. a song. Exactly. Mm. So it's sequenced. It's sequencing is also very telling as well. You know, obviously, it's you know, it's say 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 is track two, and they've you know they've you've that which is classic. You know, you you have a little bit of a really good opener, and then you have you wham them with the big single. So I I think it fits the vibe of the album well. Okay. Um, it's definitely the least of the three of the collaborations, though. But um, interesting on why it was abandoned as a single. Okay. Yep. Well, um, the question is for you guys. I mean, in the comments, let us know what are your thoughts of, on on the track, and and do you guys how do you guys like it? You know, placed in in the Pice of Peace uh Pice of Peace record. So, okay. Um, let's talk now about theories as to why, because it was. Um, it was scheduled to be released in February of 84. Okay. Uh, okay. so, you know, so <laughs> say, say, say is released in October of 83, right? Then the album is also released in October of 83, I believe. Correct. Um, then, uh, fast forward, uh, two months later, uh, so bad is released as the second single in December of 83. It goes to number 23. Not, you know, not as uh, good as, as, uh, as well as I hope. You're talking yeah. U.S. charts, right, yeah. U.S. Tom? charts because we know that in December in the U.K. we got Pipes of Peace as the A side and So Bad as the as the B side. So vice versa here versus there. Right. So, um, so then uh, the man um, gets uh, pushed to February potentially of '84, but it never shows up. Now, Kit, you uh, in your book here, Michael Jackson FAQ, you you talk about. Uh, the man here, um, and he says here, the final Jackson-McCartney collaboration was only an album track, according to uh, Cadman and Halstead. Uh, the song was to be released as a single in February 84, but Michael's record company blocked it, yeah. fearing it would com uh, compete with the th Thriller release. Now, that's interesting because the album had already been out for over a year. Right. You but, I mean, point. That's a good point, Tom. Yep. Yeah. Pitt, what do you but, say? But the singles were still going and the yeah. thriller uh the thriller <sighs> single was the last one right to, to be november released. of 83 yep and the uh the video came out in december mm -hmm. and so 
that was still going. And I was looking up when Thriller the single was be, was released in mm-hmm. the UK. Okay. And I think it was released in, um, I think it was like January. So okay. like it came out a little later. I got gotcha. you. Know. Okay. So uh, I think that's, you know, so then this would have been released in February. So, kid, question to you, because um, I'm a casual Jackson fan. What was mm-hmm. the what were the singles from Thriller, and what what was the oh. uh, how long did they, you know, what was the release? You know, how I much? They, how that. long did they milk it? How long did they milk the singles got, from Thriller? I got that right here. If I oh, moment. okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? So, so listen. Seven singles were released yeah. from 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 Thriller. Whoa. Okay. St- yeah. Exactly. Starting in October of '82 with "The Girl Is Mine." Then January 83, you got uh, Billie Jean, which went to number one. Uh, February of 83, you got Beat It, that went to number one. Okay. Uh, Wanna Be Starting Something went uh, released May of 83, number five. Uh, Human Nature, July 83, went to number seven. Uh, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, September 83, number 10. Um, then in between Pretty Young Thing and Thriller, you had Say, Say, Say in October of 83 that going to number one and then thriller here in the states uh november 83 going to number four so so that being said my kind of theory is is that i'm thinking this is overexposure yes to 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 a t this is the definition of overexposure too much my opinion so that's why i kind of think this is why maybe it wasn't release however as successful as all those singles were i mean we're talking top 10 singles for yep. eight eight singles here including say 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 is you know top 10 amazing yep. though yeah absolutely and that was my theory when when you look at it uh plus i was looking in the uk <clears throat> excuse me the uk yep. and right around the time that um the man would have been released. I mean, they already had, and I and I do remember this. Uh, Farewell, my summer love. Right in uh, the in the UK, of, right. You know, and so that would have been around the time that they would have released the man. So I mean, yeah, this is this is overexposure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can't believe. So I wonder, you know, if that was that's definitely a theory. Right. That his record company said, you know, yeah. enough. And, enough. And you wonder, Paul probably wanted to continue cashing in on, you know, having a real popular singer with him, you sure. know, maximize yeah. his exposure after the success with Tug of War and Stevie. Hey, yep. so I'm I'm interesting Jackson's record company said no to that, but you know, there are other theories that oh. we know. So yeah, yes. so that's theory one. That's theory one. Now, here's another theory. Uh, and our, our buddy, John Blaney, who also wrote a book, the song he was singing, that song's, you know, a little different, little little different take on the, but uh, who's, who's been on our show uh, a couple times as well. And he talks about the man here. Um, I'll just read this real quick. Uh, when asked about the song, uh, McCartney claimed that the man in question held no special significance for him. Uh, but thought Jackson may have been referring to God as, as Kit, as you uh, alluded to, uh, as at the time he was a practicing Christian. What, but we don't know if, if you think it was more of a Jehovah's Witness. Than yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was for a um, time. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, the man was scheduled for release as a single uh, R six zero six six. So it had a matrix number 
uh, on February 12th, 1984. But but before it was issued, the McCartneys were again arrested for possession of cannabis, and the single was shelved. Okay, so here's another theory too. So we've got another clip here, another video. Uh, and this happening in January of 84, Tuesday the 17th, uh, my research showed. So here's the uh, the clip of uh, McCartney's getting busted once again. Yeah. <laughs> Linda McCartney, the wife of pop singer Paul McCartney, was arrested at Heathrow Airport this afternoon and charged with possessing cannabis. She'll appear in court later this month. Paul McCartney and his family had arrived back from Barbados, where he'd been fined £70 for possessing a small amount of cannabis. The millionaire singer, whose record Pipes of Peace today is still top of the pops, told reporters he thought cannabis was less harmful than nicotine and alcohol. Linda McCartney was making light of matters when she arrived, but this was before customs searched her baggage. Paul McCartney came through the Green Channel to talk to reporters. At this stage, no one had been arrested. Paul's been in trouble with the law four times over drugs. With his international lifestyle, his latest conviction could create problems in travelling overseas. Do you think it's going to give you a problem getting back into the United States? Where you well, I hope home? not. <laughs> I jolly well hope not. <laughs> Who shot Somebody you? shopped you. Who shopped you? Who shopped I have you? no idea. Who talked to you in the chair? I have no idea. Did you have trouble we'll getting have to cut that from the news? Here? Oh, what a good uh, no. stuff. What a good stuff. Oh, well, get out of here. Hey, can we get one straight? That whatever you think and whatever you think I've done, this, I'm telling you, this substance, cannabis, is a whole lot less harmful than rum punch, whiskey, nicotine, and glue, all of which are perfectly legal. What about your children? What about your children? I would like to see it decriminalized. But I don't think, in the privacy of my own room, I was doing anyone any harm whatsoever. Well, you, what, did you think they'd send you to drugs? Are you? I don't take drugs. I never Good. have taken drugs. Are you Good. going to? No. Were you worried about being... Never sent? again. Never Were you worried about being... I love you all dearly. Goodbye. The McCartneys then drove to their private plane. But back at the customs hall, their luggage was being examined. They were asked to return, interviewed and searched. Mrs. McCartney was charged six hours after their arrival and released on unconditional bail. And his, he, uh, he, this is the one that he, his answer is so great in this. Right. His, he's really, really defiant and very, very vocal with right. this one, you know, after the Barbados bust in 84. Right. Really. <laughs> because, you know, listen. He's got the, he's got the wrist thing going and yes. the eyes and all that. Yes. <laughs> you know, the fingers like, you know, kind of like, you know, but, um, but, <laughs> but rum punch queen, say it isn't so. Rum oh, punch. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe. I mean, hey, I like my rum punch. I mean, Ooh. you know, I'm not a, I'm not a felon. This stuff, I tell you, is a lot less lethal than so rum punch, punch, whiskey, whiskey, <laughs> and really, glue. And, and glue, <laughs> glue. I mean, he was ticked off. Oh my yeah. God! It's like leave my rum, rum punch alone. Okay, right. Come on, right. <laughs> But do we do we do we believe that the drug bust was a legit reason for pulling the plug? I mean, now with forty years hindsight, is it more Jackson's camp or or maybe a combination of the both? What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I I don't know if it. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I, you know, and it's it's hard to say because you know by today's standards, you know, of course, it's like give me a break, really, yeah, you right. pull it over this. Right. But of course, you know. 
Yep, that was a long time ago. <laughs> and right. I don't, you know, I mean, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense that it'd be pulled over that. Although I guess that was, you know, sure, that's bad publicity. It, but. It, the, re, the kind of the artifacts that survive and everything and your theories about, I think it's mainly being a Jackson decision to not oversaturate the market is probably the likely scenario. Yeah. I mean, to me, it makes more sense uh, that, you know, it would be it would be that. But I mean, sure, the drug bust doesn't help. I mean, that's that's true. Oh, no, but, no. But would they really cancel release over that? I don't know. No. Yeah, mean, because we don't know, again, if this is going to be a, uh, a UK release only or a US only release or or both. I mean, we really don't know. And then, you know, come to find out, like I think you said, Kit, in January, or of 84, I mean, a couple singles were released in the UK from, from earlier Jackson recordings. Yep, yeah, right? fair, it was, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. it was, uh, and it came, it, there was an album, I, I, right. I have it from back in the day, yeah, Farewell hmm. My Summer Love, 1984, okay. it was basically a collection of um, songs he recorded for Motown okay. when he was like a, like a teenager, young teenager, uh, that they had left in the vault, so Motown thought, ah, cash in, and right. so they... <laughs> Just collected a bunch of them and and uh, you know put together an album and released it and it sold you know so uh, so yeah and it was released here too. Oh, it yeah. was. It did get released. Oh here? yeah, it wasn't just the UK. Okay. Thing. okay. Oh no, I have it. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now then, the interesting thing thing then here is we talk about you know it slipped out. I mean, here we talk about uh, while the single was officially released in Peru, it was also available as a promo. 45 in other countries like you know the one that i showed from spain however the other guy we won't mention his name at the moment because he disagrees <laughs> with you <laughs> uh mccartney's drug bus must have somehow escaped the attention of the philippine press because parlophone issued the man uh as a seven inch single there without any negative publicity um a, a one-sided promotional slipped out in spain is, is see as well. so that so, so the wheels were in motion yeah. to make this a single clearly right. the, yes. the wheels were yes. in motion and there was designs obviously as evidenced by my partner's uh, you know promo there it was yeah. the wheels were in motion to make this a single yep the the promo was only issued in the philippines spain and mexico okay and uh and then the only place it was released as a single was uh was peru post peru well, yeah there you, there you go folks be on the lookout check out ebay discogs and see if you can find exactly well, just don't enter into okay. a bid with him because you'll lose <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm good i'm good with my i'm good with my promo partner <laughs> now how do we think if it actually had been released where do you think it would have fared in terms of chart rankings and play and how would it have done compared to say 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 top 20 i mean who knows you know would would they have yeah. done a video for it? Probably. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, videos were all the rage um, back then. Uh, you know, success also came in the form of videos, right? I mean, a lot of bad hits were successful because of a good video. <laughs> you know, um, but but me, I, I I tend to think that this probably would have only been a top twenty. Um, I agree. You know, what do you think, Kit? Yeah, I agree. I don't think it would, would not have been a hit on the scale of Say, Say, Say. I mean, that mm. that just had hit written all over it. You know, right. just, you know, great. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say great beat. Great beat, you could dance to it, but it was true. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was true. And it just had that, 
that catchiness to it. It was, you know, the I mean, it it just had. What can I tell you? I mean, it had the single sing along ability to it. I mean, it just had it. Um, a- and the man, I mean, you know, which I, you know, I I personally like. Do I think it had hit written all over it? I don't know. Um, mm. you know, I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's, I like the song, but I, I just don't think it had that same kind of commercial, right. as I mentioned right. earlier, commercial viability. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Andy, I think it would have done probably somewhere between top, top 20, maybe the lower echelons of the top 20. Yeah. It's a song yeah. that you can hum uh, to me. Yeah. And if it's a song mm. that you can hum and instantly recall, then it has some hit factor potential to it. You know, I think it, and so it, it does. I mean, it wouldn't have set the world ablaze on fire, like say, 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 but it would have done okay. This has the potential. It's like if you're just all of a sudden just walking, you know, or working out or something like that, this can, you know, this is the, it could just pop in your head. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. suck it, you know, right. and then you're going, and it's just the way. Right. <laughs> Which like, you know, if you were like walking around in the mall in 1984, yeah. you'd hear right. that as Muzak, you know, exactly. walking around when you, were going to, when you were going to Sam Goody and buying your latest LP. Right. <laughs> Or in my case, going to the limited. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> there you go. There well, you actually, go. you actually were going to Nobody Beats the Wiz, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, questions out there is for you guys. I mean, what do you think? What are what do you think the theories of why the song wasn't released? I mean, could it have been the drug bust? Could it have been the the you know the uh, uh, the studio? I mean, the company not wanting Michael Jackson's company not wanting it out, or or, or could it just have been overexposure? Uh, let us know what you think in the comments. And also, you know, how do you think this song would have done if it was a single? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Kit, what else is there to say? But go ahead, Andy. Kit, how many videos um, for Thriller were there? Now, I know there's Beat It, the Thriller video itself. Yeah, what Jean. other videos were there? Um, I think, actually, I think that may be it. I think it's, yeah, well, Billie Jean, Beat It, Thriller. And Thriller. Yeah, just I think that's three. it. Yeah, yeah okay. because you know, because I was gonna, I was gonna say, Tom, when you were saying, you know, everybody was doing videos, because right. I was just thinking that, because actually, no video for "Wanna Be Starting Something." Right, right. Um, Pyt. Pyt. Yeah. So, human nature. I, human I don't nature, know. Human Yeah. Yeah, no video for that. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because you know, videos were expensive, uh, right, and right. Uh, you know, unless the you're talking the early '80s videos right. where they look like they were shot in someone's basement, because, oh yeah. yeah, because you know, a lot of uh, a lot of record companies thought they were <clears> a waste of time. I mean, you right. know, they just like, fine, we'll just do this, and and of course, Michael Jackson was the one that changed all that. Changed all that, and uh, you, you look at it again, you know, Billie Jean. Had a video number one. Billy, uh, beat it. Video uh, had a video yeah, number, one. number one. Want to be starting something? Human nature. Pyt all started going down the charts. Yep. Then you go to Thriller with the video, yeah. uh, and then that going to number four. So I mean, and maybe that short videos. Film, yeah. Maybe. Oh, let me that, tell you. As a young Rise, kid, that yeah. that used to scare the crap oh, out of me. Me too. Same yeah. Here, same really, here. you too, kid. Yep. Wow, I thought maybe you were a little. Wow, so that scared the crap out of you too. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but you know what helped was is they also MTV also released the documentary on the making of of Thriller, which kind of helped because then you can see the makeup being applied, right? You know, and it kind of like 
you know, eased off the tension from watching it, you know, again and again. Right. And again. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. No. You're but, 10 but, years old. <clears throat> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. If you're 10 years old, eight years old in the early 80s oh, watching yeah. that on your TV, and, oh, your basement, it. you're, you're yeah. scared. You're, you're probably <laughs> scared the bits watching that thing. Yep. Tom, well, you know? that, I mean, yeah. that makeup. Yeah. Pretty yeah. real. I mean, yeah. it, it really did. But, you know, but the Say 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 video, we should say here, I mean, that was also, I mean, that was like a little mini movie. I mean, it was yes. really well done. Step right up. Step yeah. right up. Come <laughs> on, ladies and gentlemen. Get your Mac and Jack Wonder Potion. Guaranteed to give you a, a, a limited power. I'll try one. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, you know, and, and that, that made Paul look good dancing. I mean, right. my God, you know. He, but, he yeah. Kid, do what? you remember? Sorry, Tom. On no, pop up, pop up video, the show, the, the yes, uh, from VH1, yes. they, Tom, they would show that video and they'd give right. you little factoids, right. That would drop in the video. And well, I remember for say, 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 they'd show that, and they said that the, some of the McCartney kids are the ones in the carriage towards the end right. of the video yep. and stuff right, like that. Right. Yeah, but I mean, the, one of the cool things about Thriller is is that it was directed by John Landis, who a few years earlier did American Werewolf in London, which. Yep. Right there, gave him all the uh, credibility or the cred that he needed to to uh, direct that uh, that video. So yeah. uh, kind of makes sense then, you know, because I mean, the, the makeup on both movies alone were yep. just you know phenomenal stuff. And Michael was a huge fan of his yeah. uh, and that movie. And so right. when he well, and and just think about you know this was groundbreaking stuff for a music video. Yes. Nobody had done oh. anything like that. I mean, well, I to, mean, the millions that probably got poured into that video, too. Yep. Well, I mean, like he, well, that's why they did that documentary, yeah. uh, the, mm -hmm. the Making of Thriller, oh, because right. that was part of how they paid for for that video, because they right. sold, you know, the, I, I think I still have it somewhere. They sold the, uh, you know, the video cassette of the Making of Thriller, and that helped to pay for, for the, the wow. video itself. Right. right. Uh, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, and I think. Michael himself paid for for part of it. No, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, of course, you know, had you had to compensate Vincent Price there, of course. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. I right. mean, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you had to think of that too. I mean, you know, you can you have. I mean, if it's on the record, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can then transfer it to a video without you know giving some extra um, monies to to Vincent Price. I don't know if that had to, that anything like that you know was was a thing or not um so it would have been interesting to know if they had to give extra money to vincent price to be in a video or mm. well yeah i yeah they probably would have i mm. i i would think and i know they got him through quincy jones because i mm. think you know he, well quincy knows everybody I mean, oh well yeah <laughs> I mean, who Quin quincy no you know it's connected to everybody i mean yep. you know you want the queen sure quincy can get her for you <laughs> That's funny. Go ahead, Andy. Kit, just taking it into a little more relevant current topic. Kit, are you going to grab the uh, the 1964 Eyes of the Storm book? I probably will. Yeah, I, I think you know the pictures that have been leaking that that you know that I've mm -hmm. been seeing. Yeah, I I haven't seen uh, a lot of those pictures before, and I and you know I've heard that these a lot of them were going to be. Uh, you know, are, are unseen, right. you know, previously unseen. So I'll probably get, I guess I was initially after the, that Ringo book, that mm. last, that, that last one was not an, another day in the life. Yeah. That uh, no, was not... no. The, the other one, um, oh. God, what was it called? Oh, was but... it pictured postcards with the boys or something? No, 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 no that was, uh, no. 
No, it was. Oh my God, why am I blanking on this? Yeah, um, I didn't get that one, so I don't remember yeah, what it was be called. Glad. Be glad. Okay. <laughs> be glad you didn't. It was. Uh, it was. I mean, he basically just took stuff off the internet. That's oh. right. That's really? right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, right. You know, and just did, and then just made comments about it. Right. So I was, I was a little burned. Uh, felt a little burned after that, but no, this is not in that category. So I will, I will get this one. Okay. <laughs> Good to hear. And people have said that, like, well, they're, you're not going to see Paul in any of the photos because he's the one taking the photos. So what? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, so <laughs> exactly. But you know, he invented the selfie. Well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, but oh. I am I am banking that somewhere in that book, his story of you know not coming to America until I had a number one is going to be in that book somewhere. Oh, uh, he'll work it in somewhere. He'll work it in. Nah, we have a bet on that one. I say no. <laughs> Tom says yes. <laughs> he loves that story too much to not. Oh, uh, I know. You know that Ringo book was called Lifted. Lifted. That's right. Lifted. Because he lifted them all from the internet. That's he right. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't lying. Uh, he did. Right. <laughs> and I bought it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, huh? I did. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways. Oh, anyways, yep. that was our, our take on uh, the man, the, the missing or the lost 80s single, whatever you want to call it. Um, tell us what you think. Queen, um, you know, we, we talked about, you know, a little bit about Talk More Talk. I think by the time this is posted, we would have just done an episode about our um, underrated uh, uh, album from, from, from the four, you know. So it could have been, you know, anything from, what do you say, Old Wave to, uh, to Extra Texture. I mean, whatever you thought was underrated, you know. We don't know. We, we don't know yet know because yet. we we didn't do it yet. Yes. But however, by the time this is posted, that will have been it posted as well. Posted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out on Talk More Talk, your solo Beatles video cab on on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts all over the world. So uh, quit once again. Tell people how they can get a hold of you and uh, reach out to you and and say hi. And uh, all that good stuff. Sure. You can find me on Facebook uh, you, at uh, Kiddo Tools Keynotes. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Kiddo Tool um, and on my website, uh, KiddoTool.com. And I almost forgot to mention uh, there is a new episode up. Uh, of my other podcast, Toppermost yes, uh, of the Poppermost, yeah. uh, that I co-host with that Chen and Martin Quibble, where we're going month by month and looking at uh, the Beatles on the charts from the time they debuted in 1962. Um, and uh, we're going all the way through where we look at those songs, the uh, Beatles songs, but we look at the our other artists and songs that were on the chart at the time, just the ones that were, you know, have some kind of connection uh, to the mm -hmm. Beatles musically, personally. Uh, and we've been having a, a wonderful time uh, mm. doing this. It's a monthly show. So mm -hmm. uh, so I will uh, put up uh, there are links to the latest episodes. I have to put that up on um, on Talk More Talk. And of course, you can join our Facebook group as well. Yeah. So uh, so do uh, do check us out. Let us know what you think. Very great. Beautiful. And by the time this is posted, Andy and I will have been part of a brand new monthly series uh, as well called Stuck Inside These Four Walls, uh, featuring uh, Andy and I, as well as uh, Tone from the Beatly Tone Beatles channel and our good buddy, 
me and Mr. Mayo, Joe Mayo, and it was just a, it was a fun time. I mean, that first episode we got. <laughs> Hijinks galore. Uh, yeah, it, it was. You know, we tried to do a rapid fire. You know, It wasn't so rapid, though. It wasn't so rapid, <laughs> but. <laughs> we, we, we did pick up the pace as the questions yes. went on. But yeah, then, yeah, exactly. thankfully, my co-host there kind of cracked the whip and said, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I have no, I, listen, you know me. I'll give you a one-word answer, yes or no. No problem. <laughs> but 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 check that out, and that's called Stuck Inside These Four Walls. Please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. And also you can check out that on all the audio podcast platforms, wherever you listen. We're there, right, Andy? You put us there, right, Andy? Thank you. Yes, you know? we're there. <laughs> yes, we are there. <laughs> Anyways, Andy, I know you just uh, uh, did a new video on your uh, other yeah. other leg uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, I did an unboxing because my channel, my own channel, is not as busy as two legs because, as you know, that's my priority and focal point. And I like to save my own channel for concert reviews or unboxings of whatever might be coming down the pike. And uh, I just got the the super deluxe edition of Bob Dylan's Fragments, the Bootleg mm. Series Volume Ten, a ten LP whopper oh, in the box. Jeez, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> believe that. Wow, <laughs> was that 180 gram too? You know, I it doesn't feel like 180. I mean, it doesn't. It, it it feels like it's. It doesn't feel like true heavyweight. Like it doesn't feel like Egypt Station weight. Okay. You know, so I don't know if it's a little bit lighter because they made ten records in in this whopper of a box mm. from. Bob that you had to get from Bob's site, but uh, it's going to take me quite a while to get through that thing. Right. I'll keep no you kidding. busy. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. Uh, I unboxed it, and I, I did it in a new way with a little kind of over-the-shoulder shot to see mm -hmm. to see it better, which I know some of the people that have been doing it a lot longer than we have do that. So maybe for two future two-legs unboxings, we'll do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there we'll see, work that into it. But, yeah, it's up on my channel, and uh, I will finish the singles box so we can review that for another episode of Two Legs, brother. <laughs> I will. I will. I know, my friend. I know. Again, it's it's that getting up and getting down every three minutes that really just, you know, it, it kills the knees, you know, it's bad it for does. the feet, all that walking back and forth. It just really just, you know. Hey, kid, now I know you, you told us that we weren't going to get the box set, but did you go through the digitally and listen to the whole thing? I haven't listened to the entire thing yet, but mm. and I'm still debating whether to get the digital version or not, um, you know, because some of the there are a few in there that I don't have. And then I and I know they're remastered. So mm -hmm. uh, it's it's tempting. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about it. And yeah, it's definitely a lot less expensive than that big box set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trust me. Trust yeah. Me. <laughs> I know. Man, Our wallet's just cooled off, Tom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The smoke is starting to settle just a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah, really. Luckily, and, that you know, new... Yeah, go ahead. We may be getting more box sets this yes. year. I, I hope. I hope right. we are. Yeah. Yes. Same here. Yes. We shall Same see. Here. So, but uh, for Two Legs, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Legs Podcast. Email us at Two Legs Podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or if you just want to yell at us for, for any reason. It's okay. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully yell. <laughs> respectfully yell at us all you want. But uh, but we have a great time doing this, and we have a, we love having our our friends like like the Queen Kill Tool on the show to talk about these 
all things McCartney, Solo McCartney, Beatles McCartney, uh, but mainly Solo McCartney. So if you're new to the show, uh, you know, please again, you know, hit like the like the, the thumbs, give us a thumbs up, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, you know, hit the like button on the smash audio, like yeah, smash that, all that, all that good, all that good, all jargon. that good stuff. Yeah, we 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 really want to try to hit uh, 2K by the end of the year on our youtube channel and and same with uh talk more talk yes. you know go over to talk more talk and and you know if you if you like what you saw with with kit and i uh uh talking you know it's kind of almost like the same thing on talk more talk just with ken michaels and and joe mayo so <laughs> check that out. what are you guys up to on talk more talk uh um, well we're uh yeah. We've got, well, of course, as we mentioned, yeah. we have the uh, the show coming up where we're sharing our um, un favorite underrated solo albums. And coming right. up soon, uh, we are going to be uh, interviewing um, Adrian Sinclair and Alan Kozel. Yes. That's coming up. So, and I gotta like, talk to you real quick about that after. Yeah, no, but and I, I, kid, I was asking yeah. subs. What? How many subscribers? Oh, your, subs. Oh, oh, sorry. We're over what fifteen hundred? Was it something or? like that? Yeah. yeah. So we're we're hoping. Yeah, we'd like yeah. to get to two K as well. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll have a two legs talk more talk you know, virtual celebration when we hit that number. How about that? There we go. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Rum punches. Rum oh! punches all around. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you, as long as you right. get the eyes and the finger going, yes. you're in. <laughs> yes. Naughty, don't naughty. forget, and don't forget, we will be at the fest for Beetle fans. So uh, if you're going to be there as well, come, come see us, or we'll come see you. Either way, just, uh, just you know, again, you know, talk with us, and and we'll talk to you, and we'll have a good time, right? So uh, that'll do it for this installment of Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast. We hope you had a good time, and we will see you next week. Have a great day and a beautiful night. Take care, everyone. to Two Legs, a Paul McCartney podcast, hosted by Tom Hanyadi and Andy Nichols, with musical contributions by Dylan